1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. The movies missed you. The big screen is back with great new releases all summer long. Check out what's playing, including Fast Five and The Conjuring at MarcusTheaters.com. Seemed like a good idea at the time. Again, you know... The story writing is the opposite of the one question line. When we go, when we ask you, the listener, to join us on the program. Great observation. The one question line is just constantly a disappointment after disappointment after but disappointment. But it's an open sewer. You're only hearing the filtered version. Yeah, right. Which makes There's it seem plenty like of stories these are, are just great stories. Crap. These are great stories. That still makes it better than the one question line because everything is crap on the one question line. So this is the final round. If Brian reads your story, you go into the random drawing for the grand prize worth $1,500. It includes a $500 gift card to Steinhoffels, $500 gift card from Nice Hardware, a $500 Visa gift card from Dynatech Manufacturing. The only um, bright spot has been the international one question line when we're not on American soil. I'm just going to add that. <laughs> to what you just said. I've quite enjoyed okay. those. There, There is an exception to every rule. I'm, I'll, okay. I'll, give, I'll give you that. Okay. All right. There turned out to be a lot of explosions and fires in, in this batch of stories. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, as a whole, for this all week weekend. long, <laughs> you know. Yeah, a lot of Fourth of July stuff in here. All right, we start here. In 1970, I was 11 years old. During the summer, a group of us would spend the entire day playing baseball at a neighborhood park. Along the first base and right field line was a row of willow trees that hosted several nests of red-winged blackbirds. Birds would relentlessly dive bomb anyone on first base or playing right field. My neighbor Jerry, who uh, was almost 13, had a great idea. He was going to dip cherry bombs in wax. (laughs) This kid is thinking. And press BBs into the wax. Oh, Jerry. Brilliant. (laughs) Jerry might be in jail now. What could go wrong? Press BBs into the wax to make flak bombs like in 12 o'clock high. It sounded like a great idea. So a bunch of us brought our slingshots to the park. Jerry brought the bag full of flak bombs and a box of farmer matches. We lined up, loaded our slingshots, lit the fuses, and fired at the trees. All was good until the cherry bombs exploded, sending hundreds of BBs in a 360-degree burst. Sure, a firework. That doesn't even cover it. 360 degrees just describes a circle. We're talking about a sphere. (laughs) Most of us spent the rest of the day picking BBs out of various appendages before our parents got home. Fortunately, no one lost an eye. Wow. That is a miracle. It is. Yeah. Yeah. birds. (laughs) I always enjoyed watching the Wild Wild West and how gunpowder was used to distance yourself from what you wanted to blow up. Poor stuff. It's a very big Warner Brothers move, too. Light it on one end and watch it travel to the destination. Right. Usually to the keg. The full keg right. of TNT. That the cat with the gambling <laughs> Ooh, problem has wow. had to run with. Hate <laughs> <Take> that rabbit. <laughs> My neighbor's backyard had a sidewalk that traversed in an S shape from the house to a detached garage. 
What a perfect path to recreate what I see on TV. <laughs> it seemed like a good idea at the time, but I didn't have gunpowder. But gas should do the trick. <laughs> oh, boy. This is a Mythbusters <laughs> thing. Didn't you just talk about this? We, we, well, they yeah. did it with gunpowder. Yeah. And they did it with gas, too. Did they? Yeah. A plentiful amount of gas and the ensuing mm-hmm. wall of flames was not what I expected. This uh, nine-year-old boy was like a deer in the headlights watching melting vinyl siding and wondering why the fire wasn't dying out. But I had another great idea. Water puts out fire. This idea uh, efficiently pushed the burning gas onto the lawn as I watched that burn as well. That day I realized how unintelligent I was and I stopped experimenting until my high school years. (laughs) Write another letter. Uh, a dad gets in on the action in the next couple of stories. Here we go. When I was 12, a friend and I combined our cash to buy a crap load of fireworks, which we set off in my backyard on the 4th. This resulted in a large number of duds. We decided to break open the duds with hammers and collect the contents, giving us enough to fill a large mason jar. Oh, wow. God, but- that many duds? Yeah. Wow. A large mason jar. That's uh, That's a lot of gunpowder i'm guessing or we asked my dad if he would supervise while we lit the jar on fire well no there's a good idea get dad to supervise (laughs) not completely irresponsible what's dad like (laughs) (laughs) sounds like he's all in (laughs) dad negotiated us down to using about 10 percent of our bounty in the bottom of an empty coffee can I do not remember whose idea it was to set it off in our basement, but Dad is supervising. In the house. What? Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys, let's just take this in the house. I think I got a good spot by the dryer. <laughs> With Dad away retrieving matches and a fire extinguisher, safety first. Why are you doing it inside? Why is he doing it? Was it a I thunderstorm? I mean, what? My friend and I, Dad was away, dumped the entire jar into the coffee can. Oh, I Oh, boy. When my dad returned, I lit the match and tossed it in. What happened next can best be described as if an upside-down rocket (laughs) fired a column of white smoke and fire of every color directly into our floor joists above. Yeah. The three of us... The three of us stood there slack-jawed and wide-eyed with my dad holding the fire extinguisher motionless by his side. As the smoke cleared, we could see that two of the floor joists were charred black, one glowing slightly on its edge. The bottom of the coffee can had melted, leaving it a couple of inches shorter than before. More unsettling were the screams of horror that came from my mom upstairs while tracing the source of the mysterious acrid smoke that was filling the house. She was led to her closet full of clothes, now full of smoke from fireworks, molten steel, and a touch of southern yellow pine. My dad was the only one who got in trouble. Jill, how could you? What was he thinking? In the house, I he says oh, I don't I don't remember whose idea it was. Now, boys, but, you never want to start these fires outside. But Let's bring it in the house. Dad was there to veto yeah. the idea. Yeah. Oh my lord! 
and he didn't. No, he supercharged it with his bad idea. Yeah. As a young gal with a new car, a friend, I'm sorry, a friend and I decided to take a short night class uh, through Kenosha Gateway called Ladies Know Your Car. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, That's cool. Yeah. How to change the air filter, check yeah. the oil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were the youngest in a class of middle-aged women, all learning the basics of how an engine works, how to change oil, rotate tires, etc. I was suddenly an automotive expert. I would do what I could to my parents' car and also my own. One Saturday morning, I was bored and thought it would be a good idea to change the oil in my car. Who needs a floor jack or ramps? My friend, uh, friend happened to have an identical model car to mine, so I took the standard tire jacks from both trunks and got busy. They were the type that hooked into the bumper and were quite easy to use. I did put the emergency brake on, as instructed, and proceeded to place each jack into the notch on the front bumper. I wouldn't trust those bumper jacks. I was jacking each side up a little at a time, and the front of the car was rising equally. I planned to get it up high enough to go under and start the oil change. Piece of cake, (laughs) right? (laughs) At about 15 inches up, the whole thing started to shift sideways. With each jack now at a 45-degree angle to the ground, I started to panic. It was at that moment my dad drove into the yard and started yelling at me to stop what I was doing immediately. By then, I realized the flaw in my plan, but my dad told me anyway several times. (laughs) This pretty much ended my interest in automotive maintenance. Years later, I'm happily married to a car guy and rarely have to pump my own gas. Wow. (laughs) Hey, ladies. (laughs) She's lucky she's alive. No kidding. Two years ago, we had a giant willow tree fall in our backyard. After getting it cleaned up, we were left with a tree stump over six feet tall and five feet in diameter. My husband made several attempts to cut down the rest of the uh, stump with his chainsaw, but it just didn't have enough blade length or power to get the job done. So one day he had the bright idea to burn it from the inside out and proceeded to drill a hole down into the middle of the stump. Right into the core. Mm -hmm. Dump some gas in it and light it up. I went outside to see what he was doing and informed him that we were under a burn ban and it probably wasn't a good idea, especially with it being inches from the fence and shed. (laughs) Went back in the house assuming he was going to put the fire out. No, he was just waiting for you to go back in the house. That's all he was waiting for. And he didn't hear a word you said. Go back in the house. A bit later, we left to run some errands. (laughs) He's leaving. We stopped at Lowe's where he ran in to make his uh, quick purchase while I waited in the truck. I saw him speed walking back to the truck on his phone with a look of dread on his face. I was thinking the worst. Did something happen to the kids? Yeah, we'll be right there. He got in and informed me that our neighbor was at our house putting the fire out that engulfed our shed. He had left the tree stump smoldering because we he thought the fire was out enough and didn't think it was going to catch on. This is the second time we had one of these. I love the speed walking. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't run. Don't run. Walk fast, but don't run. She'll, she'll know something's wrong if you run. He's fairly clenched, I imagine, too. We were left with a charred fence, no shed, and damage to a 60-gallon air compressor as well as multiple melted lawn tools i was so mad i didn't talk to him for a week my husband thought it was a good idea at the time 
But I sure didn't. <laughs> Burn <Speed> ban. <laughs> On his phone, speed walking. <laughs> when I was around 12 years old, my best friend and I acquired some two-inch artillery shells for the 4th of July. Being unsupervised and on a farm, we decided that uh, the uh, one-inch tube that comes with said fireworks was not good enough. We wanted something that looks like a grenade launcher to shoot them, so we proceeded to design our own launch system. We found some two-inch PVC, which was ideal for the tube, but we could not find a plug for the bottom, so we decided that Great stuff insulation foam would be perfect once hardened. We filled one end of the tube with the expandable foam and let it cure. Two hours later, we checked to see how hard the foam was. Being impatient, we thought that since it was no longer sticky, but just a little soft, meant that we were good to go. Of course you did. Well, got things to do. We proceeded to load a shell, and with my friend holding the pipe... Oh, Oh, my God. We waited for the glory that was about to ensue. <laughs> Another one. When the charge went off, instead of shooting the shell out, it sent flaming great stuff backward all over my friend. Oh. I ran up to pat out the flames, but in that moment, I asked, where's the shell? <gasps> <laughs> we great looked at question. each other and hit the ground. The shell never left the tube, and the PVC pipe exploded like a pipe bomb, sending shrapnel everywhere, including into our arms, legs, and chest. Oh, my God. Spent the rest of the day making sure our wounds uh, clotted and no evidence was to be found. Wow. So the the, 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 the car jack, the bumper jacks, and these guys, both lucky to be alive. Hold oh. on to your butt. All right. Oh Here we God. go. Last one. When I was a junior in high school, my friends and I started collecting brush for a summer bonfire. We ended up with a mound about the size of a small garage. We started telling all our friends that we were having a bonfire party that weekend. Of course, it was raining the whole day of our party. It was finally time to light the fire, so we poured a couple gallons of gas and lit it up. It burned for a few minutes and then went out. One of my friends said, we just need more fuel. It's obvious. Mm -hmm. He climbed up onto the pile and poured another few gallons of gas down in through the wood. About the time he emptied the can, the gas found a spark and the whole bonfire went up with a flash. I can't imagine that that concussion you get when that ignites. My friend on the pile disappeared. He's gone. Oh my God. <laughs> In a ball of flame. What do you do? <laughs> I I hope this has a funny ending because if, if it doesn't. We finally found him in a cornfield about 30 <laughs> yards from the pile. Oh. All the hair on his head was gone, along with his hat and the gas can. <laughs> he spent the next few weeks looking like he had a really bad sunburn and explained to everyone why he had no eyebrows or hair. Oh, my God. He was blown. 30 I yards was, I was reading that, waiting for him to be dead. That's three this morning. Oh. Luck, luck, they luck, should luck, have luck. ended much worse than they did. Like a good yeah. idea at the time. <laughs>
cool. Yeah. And what else did we learn? Uh-huh. Even having dad along isn't yeah. necessarily going to help. <laughs> wow. Dad could be a bigger problem. Yeah.